but let's talk about being connected. So yes. COVID has <laughs> uh, COVID has kind of put us all in the big gumbo pot of mixed up worlds and and what it looks like to be connected socially, networking, job connection, um, church connection. Everything's yeah. kind of just been tossed up in the air, and I feel like we're we're kind of starting to sort. People are starting to get adapted to what world looks like on Zoom. You know, I'm Zoomed out. I don't know if you've been on all these Zooms. I'm Zoom, you know, Facebook Live, you know, all these things. So we've been, which by the way, you know, since March, we've started Spark Daily Devotions Online. We have Tuesday Night Live. We've done the Tuesday Morning Bible Study. We've got an online men's Bible study. We've got another in-person men's Bible study. We've got... um, Wednesday night, the midweek refresh was on live, our Sunday service, all these things and a response to help people stay connected. We did the weekly reports and the weekly prayer times and all on and on and on and on and on, all these things to try to help people stay connected. So Marco Polo's, all these things. So what, how are you, here's the question I want to ask you, um, how are you staying connected to the body of Christ in this season? Yeah, um, yeah, tell us how you are staying connected. And then um, from this perspective, a lot of ways, it's been interesting for me because even though I fall into that range of being a millennial, I am not a person who's really super into social media and super into online things. And I prefer to go to church in person and I prefer to interact with people in person. I like having body language and voice tone and all of those things. So this has really been... a a growing season for me since March of needing to figure out how to use technology and figure out how to do the lives and what that looks like. And like you said, Marco Polo, which to me, when you first told us to get Marco Polo, I thought, oh, this is going to be awful. I don't want to video chat with people like video text messages. This is so weird because usually I'm in sweatpants and I don't want people to see me. But really, it has been awesome because We all kind of are like that. It's been real life that we've all been able to interact in the real and just message each other and say, hey, um, I'm having a rough day. It's been a crazy day. I'm having a hard day. This is what I look like today. I'm having to do Tuesday Night Live tonight and I'm not ready and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, and it's been so awesome because even people that I see in person, I still get to Marco them when I am not with them. And it's a way that we've interacted and meshed those parts of our lives that even before COVID weren't necessarily interactive and meshed. So it's been a way to get to know people on a more personal level. It's instead of just that rubbing elbows at church or bumping into them because we do ministry together, it's been, hey, here's the real, here's life. And I think that's one of the huge benefits that COVID has brought is that we are all getting to see the real. We're <laughs> the getting real. to see what's behind that curtain. And that's of good and life. maybe not so good. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I was thinking about that on Sunday and this is totally off topic, but I was thinking about on Sunday, you know, my goodness, like the real has come out. Yeah. You know, you've got the real and the people who are really passionate, are right. real right. and really love Jesus. And then you have those who are really religious and just yeah. were doing the church thing. And when COVID hit, the religious, right. that religious uh, perspective has really right. come out, really shown. And so you're, yeah, you're really seeing the real in people. Do they really love Jesus? Do they really understand why right. we 
are the body of Christ and what it right. means to be the body right. of Christ, um, or are they just religious and right. checking the box by coming to church? Which is interesting, and I'll, I'm going to touch it, and then I'll, I'll back off of it unless the Holy Spirit tells me to keep touching it. But um, it's interesting to me that you mentioned that with the religious box checking because that makes me wonder what box are you checking now? Like if well, you're not. if you're not back in church, you know, if you're not back in the body, where's that box? What happened to your religion? And that's that's the danger yeah. of having a religion instead of having a relationship. If I were to approach my earthly relationships the way that sometimes we approach Christianity in our church relationships, I wouldn't have any friends because right. really it'd be, oh, well, it's, it's not you convenient never talk to for them. me today. <laughs> not convenient. I'm, I'm not going to talk to you today. I really wanted to Hey, I know in. we were supposed to be hanging out today, right. but I'm going to go to a party at my right. friend's house instead. Right. <laughs> or this random stranger that I met the other day right. mentioned something that sounded cooler than hanging out right. with you. So I went. Sorry, peace. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting how we see that. We see the difference in our relationships, and our religiousness. Um, so I would encourage you guys, if you're not back in a physical church building, if you're just kind of doing the still staying online thing, but really you don't necessarily have a solid reason for that, you don't personally have a health issue or some reason why it's not safe for you to be around other people, I would encourage you, get out, take that step of faith. We have been so blessed here at Celebration that even though we did go to only having online services for a little while, we opened back up fairly quickly and have had people in the building, even for grocery distributions, we have people in the building, we're interacting with the public in a safe way. And we've been incredibly blessed to not have any issues not and not have any sickness because that's what faith is. Faith is trusting that God's going to hold us and take care of us. And even if you do get sick, he's got it. Right. He's got it. He's got it all. So I would encourage you guys, get back out into church and interact with the body because that's step one of helping with that loneliness that we're all kind <laughs> and, of experiencing. And it helps deal with that religious spirit. Too. Right. <laughs> There's your box. <laughs> yeah, it helps. You get to check the box, but it also it also confronts the box. Why are, why are right. you even living by the boxes? Right. But it is. It's curious. I'm glad you asked that, Jen, because it's a great question. Like what if, if all you were doing was going to church to check a box or yeah. even be a good Christian, like, like maybe it wasn't checking the box, but it was just, you went to church because that's what good yeah. Christians do. Yeah. What do you now, you know, what's what? replacing yeah, it? What, what's replacing it? Well, it's work, it's family. It's the, because right. things are restarting. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got sports that are restarting mm -hmm. kids, sports, whatever, all of that's happening. You've got work. People are back to work. Um, you know, all of these things. So there's yeah. reopening, restarting is happening. So people, the boxes they're checking is, I, I'm back to work and work right. is more important than church or Ooh. my family's more important. You know, my, my family time on Sundays is more important than going yeah. to church when all of those things ought to flow out of being in the house of the Right, Lord. right, right. How much easier is it to get close to people when you're worshiping together? Family time in the church and in worship and receiving the word is the best way for you to be close to your family and to grow. Um, and I know we even have some people in the church who are constantly inviting their family when their family says, I don't ever see you. They say, well, that's because I'm at church. church. Come to church. And I know I tell people that all the time. There's people in my life that say, I never see you. And I have to tell them, well, you're not in the place that I'm at. I'm at church. Just come and you'll see me. And I promise I'll talk to you and we'll hang out and it'll be great. Um, but really, that's, that's a way 
to grow in relationship with other people that the closer we all get to Jesus, the closer we all get together. So if you're watching, I know there's people who's tuning out because, you know, we just, <laughs> you know, popped your bubble, um, you know, whatever that was. And uh, maybe it was a little uncomfortable to hear. So how do you stay connected to the body of Christ? How are you staying connected? Is it is it initiative that you're putting forth or are you relying on the initiative of others? Mm. You know, I think that's really important yeah. too as we talk about being connected, staying connected. A lot of times, you know, we we get off on our islands. We get off yeah. and we, we separate ourselves yeah. and uh, it's unhealthy. We separate ourselves because we're working, we have routines, right. we have right. schedules, we're trying to stay afloat. It's called survival mode. We get stuck in, in, in this self-preservation mode that I gotta keep it all together. Yeah. I gotta keep my family together. I gotta keep my life together. I've gotta survive a pandemic. Right. And, and we get into these weird places and we isolate. We isolate ourselves and the only connection that we have is when someone actually reaches out to us right. within the body. You know, well, yeah. as Pastor Zach or Pastor Heather or Jen or or Brandon, or any of our staff, you know, or some leader, you know, is Carl calling me as a man, or as, you know, right. any of our right. men's leaders, or women's leaders, or whatever, are they reaching out to me? Yeah. Well, that's, that's great, and, and I, I'm really excited that we have leadership that's right. doing that, uh, and, and we have, we have people who are here in the office weekly making phone calls to right. people in the church and the community. I mean, it's, it's weekly calls yeah. are being uh, made, hundreds yeah. of calls. It's awesome. But you're in the body. So are yes. you picking up the phone and calling your yeah. friends, checking in on people? Are you calling and checking in on people that were in your ministry groups or uh, areas of service or small groups? Are you yeah. calling and checking in and ministering to those people in the church? You know, you're part of the body, so you can't yeah. isolate. That is actually biblical. As you're talking about that, I'm thinking of it. And we even see Jesus did this. Jesus was the Messiah. He was the absolute end-all, be-all answer. But he didn't run around the whole world going to every single person individually right. and checking on them and making sure that they knew he was the Messiah and had doctrine. Yes, he traveled. But what does the Bible tell us? He went to synagogues. And the people came to him to get ministered to. He yeah, didn't they, run they around to every house. Him. They went to him. They followed him and his disciples instead of saying, well... Jesus Actually, hasn't come to our town. They got up and went to the town he was in. They didn't wait right? for him to come to their town. They said, we want that. We want fellowship. We're going. So I would just encourage you guys. It's biblical to go to the house go. of the Lord. Go find where the believers are instead of waiting for the believers to come to you. And, yeah, and you know, so to just keep going on this thought, um, you know, Jesus did go to people's houses. He did. But think about who he went to. He went to his disciples' houses. Yeah. You know, he went to Peter's yeah. house. He his, you know, or his best friend, right. Lazarus. Right. <laughs> he didn't go to everybody's home. Right. You know, he those those places that he went, those personal connections where he chose to go uh, and minister to the people or be with the people personally was because of his relationship. Right. Resting. Being refreshed, yeah, um, fellowshipping with us. So that's really important. Yeah, I, I love that you said that. And then the people were responsible. They had to take responsibility yeah. for their healing, for their experience right. with Christ. You know, Zacchaeus climbed a tree. That's not passive. That that's is good. active. Zacchaeus active. climbed a tree 
to see Jesus and make sure he was there. It, it's not passive. He didn't just say, well, maybe Jesus will come by and see me, but I'm just going to kind of stand where I'm you at. You don't ever see that. Never. I mean, the woman with the issue of blood, she pressed through pressed a crowd. Pressed through a crowd. She's unclean. She's law, Levitically unclean. She yeah. presses through the crowd and touches him. you got blind Bartimaeus. Croaking on the croaking. side of the road. Jesus, son of David. <laughs> I mean, active. Right. So faith, faith is always active. Yes. Faith, yeah. Faith is always active. It produces an active response. Yes. You can never say, well, I'll check out and yeah. I'll just let somebody check in on me. Right. You know, there are times for that. There are times where, you know, maybe you're going through an illness or a death of a loved one. Right. Or, you know, a situation where, yes, people do need to check it. But that's yeah. not the norm. That's not the right. general. You're actively engaged with yeah. what you believe. That's so, so good. So yeah. we're connecting with the body. And so. <laughs> go ahead. And if you are going through something like that, like illness or a death in the family or something like that, tell us. Yeah. Because we're not clairvoyant. Guys, we don't just know everything. I know sometimes people think that we just know because we should know that things are happening. But I promise you, we don't know unless you tell us. Please tell us. We want to know. We want to be there for you when you're struggling with an illness or when you have something going on with your family or a death or anything like that. We want to be there for you. We want to reach out. But we don't know unless you tell us. You have to give us that information. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, is if someone reaches out, if you're going through something yes. and someone reaches out, don't hit the ignore button. <laughs> you know, don't hit the delete on the email or whatever. You know, be, this is all about connecting. Yeah. It's learning to connect. It's learning to be vulnerable. You know, I think sometimes uh, we are really good at building fences. Yeah. Um, you know, we're really good at, you know, fencing ourselves in what's comfortable. And so we build a fence around what's comfortable yeah. for us. And then we wonder why no one's in our yard. <laughs> yeah. Because you've built a fence yeah. around what's comfortable. And they don't, and, and so people don't know where to enter. They don't feel comfortable right. entering. They feel, you know, whatever. And so, you know, you can't judge people yeah. who, you know, well, why aren't they helping? Why aren't they supporting? If you've isolated yourself right. and built a fence. Yeah. And so being part of the body of Christ and connecting with others yeah. is being vulnerable. It's, yeah. it's tearing down the walls. It's tearing down the fences and saying, hey, my grass is pretty burnt up right now. It's yeah. not green on the other side. Yeah. There's some issues. I'm not feeling well. I'm not doing well. I'm dealing with depression or discouragement yeah. or whatever. And, and that's okay. Right. But then don't stay there. Don't stay in that place. If, you're, you know, if your grass is burning up because it's scorched from right. the sun, right. then you're going to get out the hose, right. you're going to water your yard, you're going to spread out the fertilizer, you know, you're going to take care, you're going to do something yeah. to take care of it. So tear down the walls and let your friends, let people come around you and support you and encourage you. Anyway, this yeah. is so good. A lot of fun. I love that. I'm an expert fence builder. I really <laughs> am. And and I even, even though I'm in ministry, I'm, I'm in this building all the time, there are times when I do. I'll build a fence or I'll build a wall and I'll have to catch myself and go, why isn't, sometimes I go, why isn't anybody checking on me? Why didn't anybody talk to me today? And then I realize it's not that nobody talked to me today. It's that I literally locked all my office doors and wouldn't let anybody talk to me all day. I had my headphones on. Anytime anybody tried to interact with me, I was very brief and just, you know, monosyllabic grunts. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And then I tried to say that everybody was just weird and mean to me today. No, sometimes it's us. We have to realize 
okay, I need to let down that wall. I need to realize, oh, I need to go and actually interact with people because they're actually being respectful of my boundary that I've placed very obviously that, hey, I don't want to be talked to right now. And they're respecting that. And I need to be the one that takes down that boundary and says, hey, I'm, I'm free. I'm available for interaction. I need interaction right now. Please help me be interactive because if I'm not, then like you said, my grass is getting scorched. I'm not watered. I'm not fertilized. I'm not growing. I'm just sitting here in my little piece of yard Absolutely. being miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. It's, it's, not, it's not what you were created for. It's not what you were born right. for. You know, you were created. Uh, this, everything that's going on right now is a demonic, it's a systematic demonic attack. And, and it's, it's all it is, and God's using it for his glory. I mean, things that are happening are, you know, for, for the glory of God, what he's doing in the middle of it yeah. is incredible. But it is, it is an attack on, on community, yep. on relationships, yep. uh, our expressiveness, uh, and that individuality. Yeah. A lot of this stuff, you know, it's squelching all of that. You know, right. you're seeing the anger, the hatred, all of these things. So uh, you know, it's exploding because... What we were created for, what we were born for, is being squelched. Well, of course, yeah. if you if you start telling people they can't socialize, they can't interact, they right. can't connect, right. they can't have a tangible interaction, which is how we were made. Yeah. Of course, you're going to have that sense of lawlessness and right. anger and frustration. All these things are going to be a byproduct because, and and then you you know, you put that in the context of a room where there's already tension. You know, it's like you're just lighting, you're just right. tossing a match into a room where all the kerosene's been sitting yeah. and hanging out. And, and that's really what's, what we've seen happen yeah. in culture and society recently. And so this is so important, getting back into church, yes. staying connected to the yes. body of Christ, um, building those relationships. You know, even if you have to do it virtually, even, you know, you have to make yourself pick up the phone, right. call somebody, um, even if you don't feel like it. Even, yes. if, even if the phone call goes something like, Hey, I really don't feel like having this phone call. Um, you know, this is a great place to start. Honesty. Honesty is it's going to go a long way with everyone around you. Because honestly, the person you're calling might not want to have that right, phone call either. either. And then you're going to end up on a 20-minute conversation about how neither of you wanted to actually be on a call. But then you realize you kind of needed it. You needed to have another person that you could relate to and say it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. So I just want to say um, hello to everybody that's joining us real quick and say thank you for joining us on Tuesday yeah. Night Live here at Celebration Church in Akron, Ohio, <laughs> the great uh, Northeast Ohio. And so uh, just excited to see everybody on. We're having, this is our weekly, weekly Tuesday Night Live broadcast. Yeah. And tonight I'm with Jen, who's one of our ministers here at the church. And uh, we're having a conversation about staying connected to the body of Christ. We're going to shift gears here. By the way, if you're online and you're not receiving our communications, like yeah. email updates, phone calls, all those kinds of things, um, you can go to our website, www.ccacron.org, and click the virtual connects card. Fill that out and just check the boxes that you want to be added to, and we'll add you to our communication. Um, also, while you're there... On our website, click the button Give, partner yes. with us, become one of our kingdom builders, one of our partners that comes together with us financially, partners yeah. with us financially to accomplish all that God's doing in our community. If um, Celebration has been a blessing to you, if Tuesday Night Live, 
our grocery distributions, yeah. all that we do, our ministries, our services, uh, our learning community, all the different avenues of ministry that we have here um, at Celebration. If any of it's been a blessing to you, sow a love offering. Give that yeah. gift tonight on our website. You can also give on Venmo or Cash App. That's CC Akron. You can find us there. Uh, but anyway, um, also you can give if you if you do like Apple Pay or Google Pay. Go to our website. Click the Give button ccacron.org click the give button all of the information there's like 10 or 11 different ways yeah. you can give text to give all that anyway it's all there so um we appreciate all of you who partner with us financially don it's great to see you micah if you're on it's great to see you i it's so awesome to see your name pop up micah i haven't <laughs> seen you in so long so if you're on and watching right now i just wanted to say hey it's good to see you um and now it is like permanently recorded in video history and on our podcast history that I've said hello to you and that you're watching. It's so cool. I'm so glad you're here. Larry, great to see you. You've been, Larry, you've been on some of our services online. So cool to see you joining again tonight. Uh, if you're there watching, it's awesome. Awesome to see your name pop up. Hopefully you're still tuned in or I'm just making a fool of myself talking about people. She's just sitting we, like we don't people. know who you are, but <laughs> okay. So you got to help me know that I'm not crazy and drop comments in or something. So the world doesn't think I'm crazy that I actually see you. Not that. Facebook just randomly giving notifications. Yeah, no. It, what's weird is because it's coming up on my phone that you're here watching, but it's not coming up uh, on, on my computer screen that you're watching. So Jen's probably thinking, who is he talking to? Anyway, so <laughs> drop in some comments. I was trying to cheer. We want to know, how are you staying connected to the body of Christ? Yeah. Share the post. Let people know that we're on Tuesday Night Live. So how are you? Drop it in the comments. How are you staying connected? We want to know. So while they're answering that question, um, make sure you check out all of the events. We covered this yes. at the beginning, but we've got men's breakfast coming up, night of worship coming up, uh, grocery distribution yep. this week, um, a lot of a lot of stuff. Revival yeah. nights, Revival. a lot of great stuff. So services in general. That's a, yeah, right. Yeah, we're opening the children's ministry, all the stuff. So all the stuff. So excited! I don't have children or any one going to children's ministry or any reason to be excited about children's ministry but i'm so excited because we have so many exciting things happening with opening up children's ministries so like pastor zach said pastor angie and alice are going to be reaching out to you guys the double A's. and i'm so excited for them to tell you and for you get to get to see for your kids to get to come back and be in kidsmen and get to see all the different changes it's going to be we so have, fun we have some great um kids here at the church who love Jesus. Yes. And I've heard it said multiple times from the from kids, we can't wait to get back together to worship together. Yes. Like they're excited to worship together and to pray for each other and be together again. Like it's so cool. I love so it. So awesome. I love it. Um so anyway, low budget things. So when we're talking about COVID, a lot of you know there's been job changes, hour yeah. changes, some people are furloughed, some people have been laid off, all the different things. So I know that you're really thrifty. Is that a good word? You're, you're thrifty? thrifty? <laughs> sure. Is that a, is that yes, a word? Yes, that's a word. Okay. Frugal? Maybe? Frugal. Frugal? Uh, that's what I, I'm yeah. going to say, frivolous. <laughs> no, you're not frivolous. Only with pumpkin spice. <laughs> you're frugal. I'm frugal. Thrifty. Yeah, when it comes to doing activities that aren't church, because obviously church is free. You can come here anytime you want to for free. Any day. Anytime. anytime. We, we, we are here all the time, and it is always free. You can show up at 688 Dan Street, and we will have so much fun. Cut groceries, make phone calls, <laughs> do mailings. 
I mean, our, there's all sorts of stuff happening in this building almost seven days a week. Yeah, but for those times when there's not something happening at the church, um, there's tons of things that you can do without spending a lot of money, and I love that. As much as Ohio is, you know, we have winter and there's times when you can't go do things, right now there's tons of things you can still go do. Um, even though we are in COVID land, a lot of the farms are open. Now that is usually going to have a price tag with it, but not a huge price tag. Go get yourself a pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> go to a pumpkin farm. Get a pumpkin. Go and to a make corn me maze. pumpkin bread. Or pumpkin <laughs> cookies. Or a pumpkin chai. I like pumpkin. We both really like pumpkin spice stuff. It sounds like I have a lot of baking in my future. Um, I'll be making lots of pumpkin stuff. And I'll be exercising. <laughs> but if you don't want to go to a pumpkin farm because you're like, oh my goodness, all these pumpkin people are nuts. I don't understand why they're so excited about pumpkins. This is craziness. There are so many other things you can do. And when I am looking for things to do, I tend to look at things like museums and libraries. Um, the museums in Akron and Cleveland, there's an art museum, there's history museums. The art museums are free. So I would encourage you, go to the art museum. There's botanical gardens. There's several different things that you can do for no cost at all that will really not only be fun, but if you need something that's a little educational for your kids because they're still your responsibility and at home with you because COVID land and you're trying to think of something that's not in the house that you can still be educating them, the museums are free. You can also, if you like to be outside but not necessarily on a farm, we have tons of metro parks. There's so many metro parks in Ohio. We have the Cauga Valley National Ooh. Park. Cauga Valley. Cuyahoga for all of the not locals. Sorry, I'm from Akron, and I say it I'm all. From Akron. All bad. Sorry, I gotta. I'm not from Akron or Cuyahoga. Whatever you say, it sounds like they got something in their throat. Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah, Cuyahoga. The, the national, the park system here is really awesome. The national park system. There's a national park system, and then there's like the what is it local? The metro parks. Metro parks. Metro parks. And right now is the fall hiking spree. Yeah. Which is absolutely free, and you can check out all the different trails. Which our learning community, by I the way. I was going to say, our plug, kids are doing it. Yeah, our learning community kids go on hikes. They love it. We've got kids ranging from Asher, who's just a little over one, little baby. to well, Nick, who is 11, 10? We have older. We have kids. We have kids, um, and they're going on the trip. <laughs> Not us. And the church has kids. <laughs> Jen is a minister. My wife is on watching. Um, so it's totally different. Just had to clarify. <laughs> we have a learning community with kids that go on hikes on the fall hiking spree. Yes, um, Debbie, I see your comment. Kiyoga, or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Kai, Kaioga, Kaioga. Kaga. It's Kaga Falls. Anyway. <laughs> or if you want to way over enunciate, it's Cuyahoga. Debbie, I'd like to know how you pronounce Akron. Sorry. Anyway, I understand that I have an accent from Akron. It's all fine. Um, but you can go on the fall hiking spree. And there's also, so what I did, honestly, before coming on tonight, because um, I knew we were going to be talking about this, I literally Googled free things in Northeast Ohio. Free things. Free things in, in Northeast, Northeast Ohio. Ohio. Jinx. <laughs> I don't drink Coke. Um, <laughs> anyway. 
So you can do that. And the list is regularly updated. So this list that I pulled today is COVID friendly. They have the updates on who is or isn't actually open now that we're in pandemic world. And there's so many things to do. Ohio has beaches. Did you know that Ohio has beaches? Ohio. Very cold beaches. Um, I don't know, but Headlands Beach State Park is evidently one of the top parks in the state, and it's a beach, so you can go check that out. So I will say, though, like I've been along the shoreway, like Erie Shoreway mm-hmm. in multiple cities, and it's beautiful. I mean, I, I've not actually gone to the beach. We actually just got back from the beach in another state, but I haven't been to our beaches. So right. I'll take that back. When we first moved, we did go to, to uh, one of the beach of the lakefront. But, um, but yeah, so there's stuff like that to do. Yeah, there's Headlands Beach State Park. I know Edgewater Park up, up by the lake is gorgeous, um, and they have volleyball courts. Um, so there's tons of things to do. There's I was really excited about this one. Pastor wasn't as excited when I told him. But the, we have an International Women's Air and Space Museum. I was super excited. I just never heard of it. I didn't know. A women's women's international air and space museum. The international. It's not just like an Ohio thing. It's international, it's international. women's air and space museum. I'm so excited about that. All if the you, nations for all the nations, <laughs> all the nationalities. <laughs> if you can't tell, we love being in church and we get goofy. We love community. You should hang out with us. Um, but for those of you who might not know, Ohio is actually really huge into space and science. We have the NASA. 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 <laughs> not NASA. It's the NASA. We have the NASA Glenn NASA, you know, Research yeah, Center. So we were, I didn't know this. Cleveland was one of the uh, test sites for like all the Mars landing, or not Mars, yeah. like moon landing and all that stuff. Because John Glenn. Yeah. John Glenn is from Stay Ohio. We are super into space and NASA, and there's several different, actually free, museums on aeronautics and space um, and flight and planes and all the things. Crazy. I have friends that work at NASA. I'm learning all sorts of Good stuff. Good to know. Um, so, yeah, there's tons of free stuff to do. Google it. Just Google, Google. it. We also have... What's Rockefeller? Oh, so the Rockefeller Park Greenhouse is super cool. I actually, as I was looking these up, I read the little blurbs about them. So Rockefeller, you guys probably know the name, but it is the Rockefeller family, the famous Rockefellers. They had a house here in Ohio. And the Rockefeller Park Greenhouse was actually a garden, and I use that term lightly because I think of garden and it's kind of small, but you got to think Rockefeller Garden. So it was a garden that the Rockefeller family started as a way to cultivate greenery and plants that would then be taken and transplanted to national parks. Um, So it's really cool. cool. They've actually modified it for modern day. So now it's more of a cultural center that focuses on African-American and indigenous cultures. And then up by the museums, by the Natural History Museum and the Art Museum up in Cleveland, in University Circle, there's actually different national gardens that are for the different nationalities in Asia, Europe, and Africa that um, each nation has a little garden. So there's like one that's for Greece and one that's for Italy and one that's for Ireland. And you can just travel the whole space and learn about the different cultures and countries while being outside enjoying nature. Cleveland's good for that. There's a lot of diversity in Cleveland. Um, So that's a great, great uh, thing to know. And then in Akron, um, so you've got the art museum, you've got all of the, the metro parks, great yeah. places to go. 
So all we're saying is get out. Yes. Get out of your house. Go walk. Yes. Go, um, go engage with other, you know, even at this point, you know, we all have our bubbles. I think right. and it's not, I, I hate to use it. It's not clicks, but, but there's a bubble that we all interact with on it's a, a regular basis. It's, it's the people you interact with regularly. And hopefully that includes the church people that you interact yes. with regularly or, you know, somehow involved with that. Um, but take your bubble, you know, the bubble yeah. go to a walk, go do, you know, it's a, it's, it's a small group. It's, you know, really right. is what it is. It's taking that small group of people that you interact with on a regular yeah. basis and go do a Bible study and walk the, the Metro park or, right. you know, go to handles or go to, yeah. um, paths on front street, you know, it's front street has a ton of stuff. And I know that most of it is shops, but you can absolutely go to front street and have a ton of fun and not spend any money. Um, you can walk down by the river. It's so beautiful. And if you're looking for things a little further south, there's Lock 3 in downtown Akron that's gorgeous, and they have tons of free events all the time. Um, I know that there's different buildings downtown, historical buildings that do tours sometimes. Um, and then if you want to go further south, we've got Amish country, Ooh. which is gorgeous. They have cheese tours. Cheese tours, guys. Cheese tours and good food. <laughs> right. Good food, chocolate tours. They have chocolate factories. They have cheese factories. Why have I not been to the chocolate factory? I don't know. <laughs> this is chocolate tours. I want a chocolate tour. Have you been to Harry London? No. Okay. Guess we're going to have to plan a care group trip. Minister's trip to <laughs> Harry, Harry who? Harry London. Harry yeah, London right. Chocolate Factory. Um, <laughs> Harry London. I, you know, it just doesn't sound too appealing as a, as a chocolate. The name just doesn't. It is gourmet chocolate. It just um, doesn't contribute It's on par to with Harry and David, which I know is okay. one of your favorites. Yes, okay. Um, so I'm going to tell you about free things. Pastor's going to tell you about things that cost money. <laughs> we had this conversation prior to starting that I'm probably not the best on free things. So she's the thrifty. I am. I am. I, I like to spend money wisely. I like to get a good bang for my buck. I like to look at things and see that there are fruits of my labor. So we've had like a really good conversation tonight. So if you've joined in late or didn't catch all this, make sure you rewatch from the beginning. It's been yes. a lot of fun. Yeah. And we've had a lot of a lot of fun humor in the middle of it. But um, we've had a great conversation. We're not done yet. We've had a great conversation. So make sure you share the post so people can catch this later. Yes, share. And then drop your name in the comments so that we know that you're here. And um, <laughs> yeah, right. Good to see you, David. That's awesome. Uh, I, yes, it's been a while. That's funny that <laughs> the names that pop up. Uh, David was in my youth group back in 2010. That's yeah, been a while. How long? What 10 year? years. 10 years. What year are we in? <laughs> 10. It's 20. So 10. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> this is why she talked about the free stuff. So Jen's one of our ministers here at the church, and so it's great to have Jen on sharing about, uh, we're talking about how to stay connected in church, how to... Um, have fun, fun without blowing your budget. That's really good. And um, we've had a lot of good topics come up in this conversation. I want to know, how are you staying connected to the body of Christ? That was our question for the night. And so some people have answered that in the comments, but we'd love to see how you've stayed connected to the body of Christ. Drop that in the comments. Yeah. And... Um, then maybe you have some ideas on how to stay frugal in the middle of COVID. You can drop those ideas uh, in the comments as well. Yeah, if you guys have ideas, absolutely tell us. Because as you can see, we enjoy doing things for free as well. 
Michelle just dropped in. Uh, Fannie Mae is a another chocolate factory down in Canton. Um, so there's tons of things that you can do. And like I said, if you have kids and you need learning activities for them, there are so many ways you can do that with the museums or the chocolate factory tours or even the metro parks. You can go out and I know me, I'm such a nerd that everything I do becomes a project. So this might not sound fun to you, but you can take your kids out to the metro parks and have them collect different leaves that have already fallen on the ground. Do not pull them off the trees, please. Um, you can make a, uh, make a book. You can make a book Scrapper. of leaves and help your kids identify those leaves because I promise they're going to have to do it at some point in high school anyway. So if you make it fun, they're going to love it. And then later on when it's required, they're going to go, I know I how to this. do this. I have this already. This is awesome. I got to do this with my parents back when we thought we couldn't do anything fun. Um, so just find ways take to get out. Take a magnifying glass. It's fall. So you can take a magnifying glass and, and, and see the fun that... You know, you put the magnifying glass on the dead leaves. That's fun, right? Just don't set the forest on fire. Right. I'm very concerned <laughs> for this because we're currently experiencing very large spread wildfires in the west of our country. Um, so please, as Smokey the Bear says, only you can prevent forest fires. So use your magnifying glass responsibly. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many things you can do that don't cost anything or that are low cost. Like I said, just... Use the tools we have at hand. Like we said at the beginning of this, we've all had to become a lot more social media friendly and a lot more tech savvy. Just Google things that you can do or check out Facebook. We have events on Facebook. There's free events on Facebook all the time. Yeah, if you're in Northeast Ohio, come join us. Oh my goodness, I mean, so the, much. The uh, response, I mean, people who are watching us online has been incredible. Of course, tonight, you know, like we're going through all the different names. I. I feel like I'm in blast from the past tonight <laughs> on all of the, like, back to the future, whatever, seeing all the names. Like, David came up, Micah, Larry, all the people I've been talking about. These are all people from, you know, friends of mine uh, who go back years, you know. So the the social aspect here, the connecting with people right. uh, online is huge. And, you know, just this week we've had multiple testimonies from people who just watch us online. They haven't actually been in the building yet. Right. And they're like, I am getting to the building. Like, I'm going to do – and they're not, like – super close they're in our northeast ohio right uh range but they're you know they're gonna have to drive yeah. 45 minutes to get here but they're like we are getting to that church because yes. god is doing something there so yes absolutely god is absolutely doing something here so we encourage you we've got night of worship coming up on the 30th that is going to be such an awesome time just a night of worship literally just worshiping Kathy, no agenda i do good to iron my clothes and now you want me to iron leaves <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, night of worship. So we're gonna have a night of worship. <laughs> no agenda other than just worship. There's not a planned word. Now we all know those of us who live in celebration and live the river life. We know that sometimes the Holy Spirit just drops a word and has prophetic ministry and different things that are gonna happen. But just come join us. There are events and things for you to do with the body that are fun and safe. We, we encourage you, be safe, follow the guidelines, social distance, wear a mask if you need to wear a mask, or just worship. It's okay to just be with the body and worship. Right. We have sections of the church that are socially distanced with signs. Other sections aren't socially distanced with signs. You can figure it out on your own. Yeah. Uh, whatever you're comfortable with. We have the balcony. 
Um, we have people that sit up there. So people sit on the main floor. We don't care. Just get in the house of God. Yes. Worship together. Yes. Just get there. <laughs> it's funny. I was telling Pastor earlier, I was reminded of David when he said, One thing have I asked, that I may dwell in the house of the in Lord the forever. House. Dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He didn't say, One thing have I asked, that I could maybe one time go to church and hang out with people and then check the box. just check the box and not go back again and I'd be cool, that's enough for me. He said I want to live there. Live. I want to live in the house of the Lord. And that is, I understand some of you are thinking, that's not practical. It's not practical to live at the church. Well, it's not practical to live in sin either. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. Yes. That is for your benefit, but it's a sin if you don't. Right. You know? So right. You live a sin. And, and it really, you know, people who have a problem getting together and following scripture on that, usually there's other sin issues. Like it's right. not just, well, I'm forsaking the assembling. There's other issues like um, an yeah. attitude problem. Yeah. There's, other, there's yeah. other things going on under the surface. Yeah. That's usually something that comes out as a result of something deeper. Right. Right. Um, offense, you know, whatever the case might be. So, you know, it's a lot better to be in the house of the Lord than just yeah. keep walking in your carnality and pulling, right. pulling the wires out. Right. Well, and like we've been talking about, it's possible to grieve the Holy Spirit and we don't want to live there. No, we want to live in a place where we're not grieving the Holy Spirit. So we're going to assemble together. And I know I mentioned this past Wednesday about the body of Christ. That it's a body and we need you. We need all the parts of the body to be together because if you go chopping off random pieces of the body, the you body die. doesn't function. Mm -hmm. And then that piece of the body that you chopped off dies and isn't breathing well, and living and dies. has life anymore. And the body dies. We don't want to die out here in COVID land. We want to fellowship with you. We want to be the body of Christ, knit together and having fellowship with the believers. Yeah, it's really, it's really very simple. I mean, if you want the ministry of celebration to continue, if you want the grocery distribution, the yeah. services, the pastoral care, the support, the youth ministry, the children's ministry, all right. these things to happen, then you got to be a part. You got to be engaged. Yeah. Like it only happens because you're you're present. Yeah. Um, that, that's how it works. That's how the body works. Yeah. And so the minute that you start not being present right. and engaged, the body starts dying. Right. And that's that's just how it is. That's and and God designed it that way. Yes. And He's the head. He yep. you know He's gonna He's gonna bring people in. He's gonna build His church. He's gonna do all of those things. But He's gonna do it through you. Just like it's just like tithes and offering. Right. You know that God's gonna take care of the finances of His church. Yeah. But He does it through people like you. Uh, Ohio Edison, I said it this you know afternoon in our business meeting, Ohio Edison comes knocking on our door every month. I mean, there's a bill every month yeah. to pay the electric bill. Dominion, there's a bill every month to pay that gas bill. Yeah. You know, there's cost to doing ministry. You know, some of the things we're looking at doing in October, there's a cost. There's a big cost. We just did grocery distribution weekly. We need freezers. There's a cost to that. There's a expense to ministry. Yeah. And um, how does God, how do the resources, the finances for that come in? Through people like you. Yeah. God releases um, seed for sowing in your life, bread for eating. He's yeah. going to supply to you the, the things that you need to live and delight in him and in those yeah. things. And then he gives you seed for sowing to delight in your giving. Yeah. And um, you know, it's all there. He gives it to us all. So he uses his people. Yeah. 
to release finances yeah. and he uses his people to build the body. Yes. And I love that you said delight in giving. The seed is to delight in giving. And I know we say this all the time, but even God in scripture said, test me in this, that if you do this thing, and what he was talking about was the tithe. If yeah. you do this thing, if you give, will I not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you? And I know many of you have experienced this over and over again, the faithfulness of God, that as you have joy in giving and sowing your seed, you see those blessings coming back to you so that you can continue to be a blessing. And it's a beautiful cycle of blessing the church, blessing ministry, seeing ministry happen, and then you receiving a blessing back from that so that you can continue to sow and have your needs met and the needs of the body met. It's awesome. It is awesome. It's, it's awesome. You know, we've had so many testimonies this year in the middle of COVID, right. furloughs, all the things that are going on in our country right now and really around the world. Um, and just the testimonies that have come in about supernatural provision yeah. and how God has provided and worked supernaturally in people's lives. So yeah. build the body, he's building the body and he's doing it through you. He's, he's building his church, yes. he's building and advancing his kingdom in the earth and he's doing it through people like you. Yes. So all you gotta do is engage. You just gotta yield and say, God, I'm gonna stay connected to the body. I'm not gonna allow fear. I'm not going to allow the pandemic, I'm not going to allow the rhetoric of the world to cause me to stop being who you've called me to be yes. and who you're making me to be. He's making you, he's forming you into the body of Christ. I love, I'm, we're going to wrap this up here in just a few minutes, but I love Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And, you know, here he is in the middle. He's, he's yeah. writing and pastoring people in community in the middle of Nazi Germany, yeah. in the middle of World War II, he is telling people about community, staying in fellowship. I mean, he's in his, he's got a great book, Life Together. If you've never read it, get it, Life Together, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, but here he is, this, you know, and eventually is killed for what he's doing as a pastor. Yeah. But like even writing letters, like he was intentional about writing letters to the pastoral brotherhood that he discipled yeah. to make sure that they were being enriched and equipped to pastor their churches and their right. people, even as they were being shipped, shipped off to the front lines to fight in the war. Yeah. It was incredible. So I think about Bonhoeffer and what he was dealing with, the persecution and uh, staying connected and, and literally the intentionality right. and the literal fight of keeping the connection of the body in the season of life that he found himself right. incredible and yet we're complaining in a day and age where we have live right. facebook live <laughs> where we have technology that we can literally pick up our phone and video chat with someone on the other side of the world right and i do this like i have right. conversations with people on the other side of the world with video you know and literally instantaneous right. and that's the day and age in which we live where there's so much connectivity and we whine and complain about it and don't do it. And yet you have people who were like Bonhoeffer who were fighting right. just to send a letter. Right. You know, it it's cool. makes me think because he's very much like a modern day Paul. And Paul's sitting in prison being persecuted for what he's writing in the letters that he's still writing to the churches and telling them, it's okay that I'm in the situation I'm in, but you guys need to keep assembling. Don't forsake the assembling. Keep spreading the gospel. Keep coming together and build the body of Christ. And it was even worse in Paul's time 
There's no postal service in ancient biblical times. Not like we know today. Like even Bonhoeffer had some kind of postal service that he was able to use for that. But still, he didn't have this technology that we have where in an instant we can connect and we can jump in a car and go to church. We can drive the 10, 15, 20 minutes it takes to be with the body. And it's it's really a blessing that we have that I think we take for granted a lot. We take our technology and the era in which we live for granted when really, just like the Bible says, we are here for such a time as this. God appointed every point in history and every time, and he appointed for each of us to live when and where we live. And we need to tap into that and be aware and not just take for granted that God has put us in a time in history where we have the ability to do all this technology and have vehicles to get places and to be together. Yeah, it's awesome. So we've had a great conversation tonight, Tuesday Night Live. We do this every week, 7 to 8 o'clock, and have great conversations on various topics, things that are trending topics, current topics. And uh, we've done that tonight, and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Make sure you go to our website, ccacron.org. So a love gift. If this has been a blessing to you tonight, yeah. just click Give. And also fill out the virtual connect card while you're there. Let us know that you were watching your prayer request and how to how you want to get connected to the body here. We're so excited for all that God's doing. And I look forward to seeing you Wednesday night at our grocery distribution. Yes. Groceries start being distributed at 7 p.m. this Wednesday. Spread the word. Let people know. Anybody you know who needs groceries, send them out. Or come volunteer. Be here yes. by 630 if you want to volunteer. Um, we also need volunteers during the day to pack grocery bags. If you have any questions, call us at the church, go on our website, figure out how to email us from there, message us on Facebook, um, but we look forward to seeing you. God bless. Have a great evening. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so awesome.